Star Wars 7x7, episode 724. Well, it's official. Darth Vader is appearing in Rogue One, and we've got all the details from the Rogue One cover story on Entertainment Weekly this week. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and yeah, Darth Vader, right? (laughs) He's the gift that keeps on giving to the franchise. Uh, Let's see, first he appeared in that extra scene that they added onto the quote-unquote movie of Star Wars Rebels when they showed it on ABC, and then they thought, well, you know, I guess he's doing well enough and it's the right era, so they brought him into Rebels for Season 2. So yeah, more Darth Vader seems to be more exciting, so why not bring him into Rogue One? Why not? I mean, again, all that Gareth Edwards promised was that there were no magical beings coming to save the Rebellion, but he didn't say anything about magical beings coming to destroy the Rebellion, you know? So, yeah, bring Darth Vader on. And so it's happening, and it is happening in the most official way possible in the sense that James Earl Jones, all 85 years of him, is coming back to do the voice of Darth Vader for Star Wars Rogue One, or Rogue One, a Star Wars story, more correctly. Now, this is probably one of the worst-kept secrets about Rogue One, quite honestly, because this has been rumored and leaked for a while now, and there has been talk of storyboards describing what Vader might be doing in the movie. That's been circulating around. We'll spare you about all that information. We'll just keep this on the up-and-up for this particular episode. Now, Entertainment Weekly says there will be a variety of people in the Vader suit, actually, and so that suggests that we might be getting some action scenes with Vader in addition to him just walking around and looking menacing. Because, of course, David Prowse played Vader in the original trilogy, and yet there was a stunt person, I think Bob Anderson was his name, if I'm not mistaken, and you know what, I could probably check that, so (laughs) I would be sure. All right, so I paused the recording to go check, and I'm back now. It was Bob Anderson. I got the name right. He was Darth Vader's stunt double for the lightsaber battles in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and he passed away, unfortunately, at 89 years old. Good life, good life, and that was back in 2012. So we're going to have other people inside the Darth Vader suit. And if they say a variety, then that suggests to me that Darth Vader is going to be in some sort of action scenes. Now, that's just us inferring. As far as what's actually explicitly said in the article, it just says that Rogue One has to make careful use of Vader. Kathleen Kennedy says he will be in the movie sparingly, but at a key strategic moment, he's going to loom large, quote unquote. And in fact, there's not a lot of people who know about Vader just in general in the Star Wars galaxy, apparently. According to the article, they're saying that the Rebels are barely familiar with Vader, and even within the Empire, Vader is more legend than everyday presence, which fits a little bit, I would say, with the Lords of the Sith novel, where the Emperor was interested in making sure that nobody knew that he was a Sith Lord or that he had any kind of Force powers and made sure that anybody who discovered that fact was killed immediately so there was nobody to spread the word about that. So even though Vader is being used sparingly in the movie, according to this account, it seems that his influence is certainly going to be felt widely across the movie, particularly in terms of Ben Mendelsohn's villain character, Director Krennic. According to the article, Krennic and Vader aren't friends, they're barely allies, and Krennic is understandably threatened by the Sith Lord. And in fact, he's basically trying to figure out what it is that Vader and Palpatine have and see if he can kind of move up the chain of being most favored with Palpatine. 
The article also includes quotes from Kiri Hart, who's the head of Lucasfilm Story Group. Nice to see them involved in this as well, of course. And she's talking about Vader's volatility being a part of his success in Star Wars and why he was so compelling and that that's going to be a quality brought back in Rogue One as well. She also points out the fact that you know Vader is not part of the command structure and so that makes him sort of a wild card basically since he's not accountable to anybody except Palpatine. And Ben Mendel character is trying to figure out that relationship and figure out how he can move up in the power structure without <laughs> without ticking off Darth Vader too much, basically. So is it fan service to have Darth Vader come back into these movies? Yeah, sure it is. It's definitely a bit of fan service for sure. And Lucasfilm knows, I mean, Darth Vader is going to sell tickets. I'm surprised that he hasn't appeared in any of the materials yet for the promotion of it, but I have this weird sensation that when we get the Rogue One trailer at Star Wars Celebration Europe that we are going to get our first shot of Vader. They don't have any pictures of Vader in the article, and it's mentioned that it's because he doesn't spend very much time in the movie to begin with, but I'm not sure that's entirely the case. I think they're holding back for the reveal. Not necessarily really a shocking reveal, because, I mean, really, like, we know what Vader looks like, you know, it's just a matter of what is the moment that he's going to show up. I mean, I think what we're going to get at Celebration Europe is probably going to be the equivalent of the Chewie were home moment that we got from the Force Awakens trailer at Celebration Anaheim. So yeah, see if you can picture it with me. You're watching the trailer, you're watching the trailer, it's all cool and awesome and blah, blah, blah. And then it does that thing where the music gets to a crescendo height and then it drops completely and you see dead silence on the screen and then suddenly you hear the... And then it fades up and you see Darth Vader somewhere and he says something and everybody freaks out. Like, I'm willing to bet that that is how the Rogue One trailer is going to end. So putting my money on it right now. But yeah, it's fan service. And yet, you know what? It makes sense because anything regarding the Death Star, Vader is going to be involved in because this is his biggest project, the Emperor's biggest project. And Tarkin is supposed to be working on this and Vader and Tarkin have developed you know, if not a friendship per se, then certainly a cooperation based on respect. And of course, they knew each other, Anakin knew Tarkin from back in the day. So I think that it's fair to say that Darth Vader would be in this time frame in this movie and involved in the kinds of situations that are happening here. So I'm perfectly fine with his appearance in there. I don't think they're just getting him in there just to try and sell tickets or anything like that. But I'd love to know what your thoughts are on the matter. Do you think it's legit that Vader should be appearing in this story, or do you think that it's just utter fan service and nothing else? Or if you're somewhere in between, love to hear where you fall. Chime in at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. Hey Rebel Rouser, you've only got a few days left to take Zebra Imaging up on the incredible deal they're offering only to listeners of Star Wars 7x7, getting their promotional bundle of a 3D hologram display with the hologram of your choice for just $99 in total. Yes, normally $250. You can get the display and your choice of Han Solo and Carbonite, R2-D2 with Princess Leia, Kylo Ren, or the Death Star Trench run from the original Star Wars, just $99 when you go to SW7x7.com slash hologram and use promo code Allen 99 that's A-L-L-E-N, the number 9, and the number 9 again at checkout. All right, let's do a trivia question here, shall we? This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Last time we asked you how many stormtroopers dragged Poe over to Kylo Ren on Jakku, and that's two. Today's question, what's the name of the song that Han, Rey, and Finn hear when they walk into Maz Kanata's castle? 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take on Count Dooku all by yourself, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a crazy spinning alien of unknown origin, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7 We hope you love it.